Hello and welcome to another fun-filled nonsense retrospective. I'm your host as always, Rick. Joining me equally as always is Seven. Hello! <laughs> yeah, today we're going to be doing a, another one of our top five lists. But before we get too far into that, uh, let's go with our time on a tradition of the nonsense asinine hypotheticals. And do you have one for me today? Yes, yes, yes. A bit behind the scenes, guys. The last time we did a review, I randomly started singing the theme tune to Big Break. So with that in mind, it's only a game show, Rick. <laughs> what type of get what game show, past or present, would you absolutely love to take part in? Oh, um, so I think I'd like to take part in Catchphrase. Um, and oh, it's had, one. like, multiple incarnations. It's had multiple incarnations by, the, like, the time I've been alive. Um, and it's always really easy when you're watching it, and it's always really frustrating when you're on the spot. So, I'd probably make a titter myself, but it'd be interesting to see how far I get. I'm absolutely with you. Like, it's one of those really, f- it, it, it's one of those where you watch along with a quiz show or something, and you, you, you bang them out, and you know for a fact fact in the back of your mind if i was there though i'd probably struggle more yeah absolutely if, if you're there you will be blanking um also sometimes i'm on a different wavelength to the quiz makers um so i just cannot get what they're trying to portray and sometimes i'm just bash 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 um no no problem getting them all so um i guess it depends on the day sometimes yeah and speaking of catchphrase having multiple um you know iterations the uh one of the more recent ones has started like incorporating celebrity faces into the catchphrase to give you a bit of a clue and it's like oh, I no. don't know half of these people so therefore I'm fucked yeah that was um that would really mess with me like I can get most turns of phrase some of them I don't know because like uh you know I'm, I'm not southern enough or uh, from the 80s enough like I was born in the 80s but I wasn't conscious <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'd struggle with some things, but I, yeah, like you say, I would really struggle with these celebrity names where they put, like, a, a footballer, as, the, as they call them. Yeah, as that's the, the clue. The... And it's like, it's like, and, it's like the Andes, and it's like Andy Cole, and, I don't know, another fucking bloke called Andy. But see, I can only think of one fucking famous person called Andy, and that was a footballer from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Andy Dick was a murderer or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, same question, names reversed. What would you bring back as well, or like to participate in? Sorry. I mean, as a uh, game show contest- contestant for a show, living or dead. I mean, similar, um, similar sort of time frame from when it started. Like straight up, Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. Bullseye yeah, looked like a fun game. To play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Helps if you're good at dart. Actually, no, you don't even have to be good at darts because you've got dart players on your behalf, haven't you? So of. Because you, you go in as a pair and one of you is the dart player for the pair. But, you know, like darts isn't a hard game. I've played enough darts that I would be not awful, if you get me. Sure, sure. You just need, like, some kind of co- coordination to be able to uh, throw the metal at the hole. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets a bit more... Um, you got to be a bit more accurate than not at all, haven't you? Because to get the uh, correct... But to get bonus money to build your funds at the beginning and to get the subject you want, you've got to aim at the right part of the board. Uh, but if you want to get the special prize, which is usually a fucking caravan you got to get 101 between t- both players so even if you're not the darts player you got to not- you got to be able to help a little bit at the end yeah yeah um, i remember when i was playing darts at a friend's house um missed the dartboard and it bounced off and it lodged in a pipe with the retard strength with which i threw it yeah <laughs> i'm maybe not the best person to play darts with <laughs> i mean i mean it happens to everyone i used to have a dartboard set up in the kitchen of my old house so we're talking about 10 plus years ago or 9 plus years ago whatever and uh, it was 
was a regular occurrence for like if you hit the metal on the dartboard, it your dart will just bounce off. Uh, at one point, yeah. we we caused a radiator leak because the dart fell off and hit the pipe connecting to the radiator. Yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's got nothing to do with strength. It's like if you throw a dart, darts are very small, so therefore they go hard. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but yeah, Bullseye feel, feels like it'll be a fun one. And like, come on. Do, do, you'll bear it with voices than me. Do you want to give us a bully special prize? And bully special prize! <laughs> the funniest thing about that is the Discord th- completely went, this cannot possibly be human noises, so silenced you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the good old, let's see what you could have won. <laughs> oh, dude. I, rest in peace, Jim Bowen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 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 Uh, but mine for you, um, I didn't actually mention what we were doing today, other than that we're doing a top five. We're doing top five waifus of Fire Emblem. Waifus. Waifus of waifus, indeed. But my question to you <laughs> it's is... It's waifus thus, all the way uh, down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to, My question for you is thus, you have to pick a husbando from Fire Emblem. Um, it's up to you whether you are yourself or if you've been turned into someone more compatible. Uh, who do you pick as your husbando? Um, well, I'm going to have to Google very quickly because I know who I want. I just can't remember their name. Sure. <laughs> You'll be hearing my tippy taps in the audio. It's okay. Du, 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 du. I've, got, I've got theme tunes from old bloody game shows stuck in my head now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be sniggering you tonight. <laughs> I'll, um, I, I, I will pick Forrest from Fire Emblem Fates. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is that the one who's uh, dressed like a girl? Yeah, dressed like a girl, looks like a yeah. girl. Makes it very apparent that he does not want to be treated like a girl. However... <laughs> Treats himself like a girl. Well, it, it's more that, uh, you know, he doesn't want to be called a girl. Like, he, he likes frilly things and traditionally girly things. But that doesn't make someone a girl, does it? No, 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 no. Uh, well, yeah. uh, <laughs> unfortunately, no. No, it doesn't, because if it did, then it would be very easy for people to just transition. Well, okay, you know what I mean, though, because, like, you can like feminine things and not associate yourself with being a girl. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you anyway. can like things without identifying. Yeah. But anyway, same question, reversed. Yeah, I'm going to go with Fogado. Um, I brought this up with a friend of mine that we were talking about the other day, and um, we talked about Hector, and she uh, immediately went, oh man, no, I can't pick Hector, he, he just behaves too much like my dad. And uh, and then I went, well, what about Fogado? And she went, ooh, yes. And uh, yeah, I got to agree with her. <laughs> Fogado is such a fun character to be around, and yeah, I think he treat you right. Yeah, fair enough, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's get into our actual top five. We're going b- of Fire Emblem waifus. Um, we're going on the whole character, if possible, um, to the point that, yeah, some characters are disqualified based on being absolutely fucking awful people. Um, so, yes, with that in mind, who's your number five? Yeah, Rick, I have a suspicion that my top five list is going to be easy to predict by pretty much anybody. Yep. <laughs> Uh, number five is Flavia from Fire Emblem Awakening. Ah, yes, yes. The uh, is she the West Carn or the East Carn? I don't know. The one that isn't Basilos. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you I know they're both Khans of um, I can't even remember the nation but I know they're both Khans of it I don't remember which one specifically which it seems like a really stupid yeah. system of governments truth be told yeah Ragnar Ferox yeah hey, yeah. Reg- I've always said Ferro but yeah I guess Ferox makes more sense because there's no you in it um, yep yep <laughs> but yeah it's one of those where yeah traditional strong buff warrior woman she doesn't take any shit in her support dialogues um, the reason why she is so low is because you get her like free maybe four chapters before the game fucking ends. 
Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and that's even if you do pick her as your um, one that wants to join you, i.e. you don't pick her early on because the other one joins you as an NPC. I'm sorry, what? Doesn't one of them join you as an NPC, but the one you the one you don't pick goes off and in inverted commas dies and then comes back right at the end? No, it's always it's always the same way around. It's always Basilla who does that. Okay, okay. You, you don't get a choice because I forget who it is, but someone gets a vision that Basilla has to die at X. So they go, cool, we'll use this. So he dies. But as you say, it's all a plot. Haha. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Fl- <laughs> Flavia ticks a lot of boxes. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I've seen precisely one piece of fan art of her where she just takes Crom. It's like Crom, you're mine now, and runs away. <laughs> uh, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my f- uh, spoiler alert, guys. I'm pretty much only picking characters from Awakenings onwards because those are the only games I've played. Uh, Rick might have a bit more of a repertoire than I do. Speaking of, Rick, who's your number five? My number five is good old Bernie. Uh, she is such a absolute 100% total cutie. I want to ruffle her hair, give her treats, and make sure she never has to leave the house again if she doesn't want to. What, Bernadetta, you mean? Yeah, Bernadetta from um, from Three Houses. Yeah. And, by extension, Three Hopes. Yeah, she gets uh, one of the better glow-ups. She does, she does. I really like her Three Hopes design, in that it's kind of like halfway between the um, super-groomed time skip version and her um, her at-school looks a bit like Pickle P design. I do like that it's implied that during the time skip, she spent enough time with other people um, that she got more self-caring in the sense that she actually grooms herself properly. Yes, yes. You know, she, she was, uh, for those of you who haven't played the game, she is the very much definition of, like, a shut-in, uh, except it's it's rather depressing because her shut-inness isn't like, it's not like a neat or an otaku where, like, like, I want to touch my anime figures and nothing else. It's, she is scared to be around other people because her life sucked. Yeah, her, her father was a piece of shit, and um, it takes an entire life around people who are not her father to realise that not everyone is her father. Um, I think it's one of the um, the biggest reliefs she ever gets when Edelgard just finds a reason to arrest him. I mean, it wasn't um, it wasn't so difficult. When- <laughs> Oh, no, no. They're all um they're all corrupt as fuck in in that empire apart from like um apart from the two that you get to play as in uh, in Three Hopes. Yeah, so, it's uh, um, Kaspar and Linhart's fathers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um but yes, who's going to be your number 4? My number 4 is Saphir from Fire Emblem Engage. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She's a good one. She's a good one. Yeah, I um I like strong warrior ladies. I like older ladies. She is the best of both worlds. The reason why she is so low down on my list and not higher is because she suffers a similar but not quite as bad problem as Flavia in that you don't get her until about three quarters of the way through the game. Yeah, it, it's weird that she's classed as like a specific character's retainer and then you don't get her when you get the others. Well, she's not a character's retainer. She's, if anything, she's the retainer of the king that got fucking snuffed. Actually, the king's retainer. I thought she was, um, I thought she was Diamant's retainer. No, Diamant's retainer is Jade, the, uh, the girl, the big armoured woman that you meet in the, um, on the bridge and I've forgotten his name but the guy who's obsessed with Lama Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber, I think. Maybe. That sounds vaguely correct. And Alchrist's retainers yeah. are, um, well, you, you meet them when so, you meet him. So 
so it's like yeah she's just spare uh, I don't think yeah, she's actually a retainer a I think she's a commander in own, uh, her own right because when the Brodian king sets out he, she, he straight up assigns her as you protect Brodia sure sure so it's one of those um, yeah Jade is the other one who's uh, who's kind of like a Ronin retainer and just like joins them back again when you find her in the field yeah I forgot about that sorry uh, but yeah she got some nice little bits of fun dialogue that you get from the social links um, I think she's got far more social links than Flavia does uh, yeah I think so. Um, I think the only pe- people who can get social links with Flavia are Basilo and the MC yeah yeah uh, um, whereas, so yeah yeah it's one of the reasons why I like Safia a bit more as well because she, she again she does have those dialogues I haven't had her interact with the older characters as much because I just didn't have them in my party because who the fuck's using Vanda that late in the game but um yeah you know I um I uh, I had her dialogues with both Diamond and Alchrist and they're both very almost motherly yeah like nice little heartfelt things where she's she's not their mom but if they need one right now yeah it's it's not so much that as like you know she's just an older figure she doesn't act like a mother she just comes off motherly if you know what I mean she's not like coddling them or anything like I believe she spars sure. with Diamond <laughs> Sure, sure. Whereas, uh, with, <laughs> Which, again, might uh, just be what he needs right now. Well, th- th- no, it's got nothing to do with that. It really hasn't. Okay. Um, sure, Alcr- sure. Alchrist is a bit more to do with that in that Alchrist, like, well, you know what Alchrist is like. He fucking is scared of his own shadow half the time. Um, <laughs> Sa- Saphir uh, teaches him how to fish because he wants to l- catch a fish and cook it to say thank you to someone, and that someone ends up being Saphir, and it's cute and adorable. Oh, that is cute. Man, it's it kind of annoying how all of Alchrist's um, social links are essentially just him learning to stop having depression. Oh, it's not even depression, though. I mean, there's a bit of that, but uh, it's mostly an inferiority complex. Yeah, yeah. Self-loathing, inferiority complex, all that all that good stuff. It, yeah, you're, you're right, though. All of his S-links are a bit, I wouldn't say boring, but very repetitive, because it's all the same story again and again and again. And it never sticks, because it can't, because he has to be the same character for the other S-links. Well, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I like Saphir. I like her a lot. She's the only Endgame character who truly like leapt out at me and I was like yes you are getting that ring but um yeah anyway Rick who is your number four my number four is Soleil from Fates I've not played the game but I have <laughs> had her in um, in Heroes and she is a very fun character or appears to be a very fun character to be around and we probably have a lot in common in terms of searching for other waifus <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this much that they I think they fucked up with this character because she is quite clearly a lesbian. Yes, yes. However, um, you they, can't romance her don't... with a female MC. You have to be a male MC and it's weird. Yeah, don't they essentially do gay conversion therapy on her? It's not gay conversion therapy. It's it, again, it's very very odd because you're like, "Hey, by the way, I quite like you." And she's like, "Oh, c- cool." And then she's like, "Hold on a minute." Uh and she closes her eyes and tells you to make your voice really high pitched. So like it's ten times weirder than converting her. She's pretending you're a woman, which... Yes. I'm not saying relationships like that can't exist... But you gotta admit, it's an odd one. It is an odd one. Like it's, it feels just as odd as when you get Naoto to uh, set her voice higher for the for the back end of the game. I wouldn't know about that. I didn't tell her to do it. Nope, neither did I. Because <laughs> when you tell her that she doesn't have to, she basically goes, "Oh, thank God." 
It would be weird though, wouldn't it? Like I know we're going on a bit of a tangent here. Isn't it a bit weird that you fall in in universe? Uh, you Narakami falls for Naoto as Naoto, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, do you want me to act more feminine?" And it's like, "Why the fuck would you want that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you exactly why. So that she can look like a more traditional wife. But like, but that why would you the, want that? It defeats the point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, both, uh, sorry, who's going to be? It defeats the point both in universe and as a game as as someone playing the game it's like why 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 would you pick this option yeah <laughs> sorry yeah, i'm yeah. i'm fucking annoyed now <laughs> <laughs> so who's your number three my number three is Sully from Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah, good old Sully. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it felt weird to not include Sully based on the fact that she's the first person I S ranked in Fire Emblem ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got millions of copies of her in Heroes. <laughs> Uh, helps that she was one of the early three stars, and therefore, if you if you pull blue, you're gonna get a Sully. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, she is essentially a gender bent version of I forget if it's Kane or Abel. Yeah, yeah, because the other one is Stahl. Yeah, um, she is the gender bent version of the the Red Knight trope in Fire Emblem. Basically, um, she's got the gimmick of being super into fucking weightlifting and building her muscles. So despite having a very slender frame, you know she's fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't she also uh, the mother of Kiela, who's basically the same idea? I've always called her Kiel, but yeah, 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 it's the same person. Um, yeah, very, uh, very slender person who is uh, allegedly built like a brick shit house when you uh, when you ignore the character sprite. <laughs> well, it's it, well, it's easier to get over with Kiel because she um, uh, she starts as an armored knight, so she's fucking hench. Yeah, yeah. Although if you take that clavicard off an armored knight, she's actually really like narrow. No, I understand that. That's just how the game works. I get it. But, uh, you know, the, the illusion is there, and I choose to believe the illusion. Um, I also really like uh, Sully's S-Link with the MC, because it's just them two getting into a bullshit competition about eating seaweed that makes you shit. <laughs> it, it's so Man, dumb, I'm... it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I've not done that one. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you ask uh, Sully for some weightlift, uh, some tips to build muscle, because Robin is... Well, he's good with sword and magic, but apparently he can be better, which, whatever. Um, And, yeah, he gets into a weight-losing competition with Sully, and he eats some seaweed, and he's like, oh, it's really implied that he's just shitting his guts out. And then the next one is... Uh, <laughs> uh, the next one is something along the lines of Sully being like, oh, he's overtaking me in the weight loss thing, so she takes the seaweed, and she's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <Man>. silly. <laughs> but yes, uh, how about you? Who is your number three? Number three, I'm going with Lynn from the Binding Blade Game Boy Advance games. Um, she's another one of these characters that is very popular in the Fire Emblem community, and you can kind of see why. She's a very fun lord to play as. Um, she's a dual wielder slash archer, and uh, she's rather boing boing when you get the official art of her and uh, when you play as her in Warriors. I started to really like this character when I played as her in Warriors. So that's part of it. Like, she's really fun. She's just, she's not quite the Lu Bu of Fire Emblem Warriors, but she might as well be for how OP she is in the base game. Uh, so yeah, she earns my spot. <laughs> uh, fair enough. She's a very useful emblem ring. Yes, yes, yes. Um, although it's weird how she's pretty much a perfect emblem ring for Alchrist, and yet her support with him is just her basically apologizing for killing his dad and him just finally just accepting it. Yeah, but that's dumb though, isn't it? Because everybody, it's like, that wasn't you. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. It's, she basically goes, yeah, if, if it makes you feel any better, please just treat me as a tool until you're uh, willing to talk. That's dumb. I don't, I don't know why you'd pair her with Alcrest anyway. I like giving Alcrest someone a bit more uh, diverse than just another bow. Sure, sure. I mean, her thing is a bow, so I gave it to Bow Guy. Yeah, but I gave him Byleth, and Byleth works a lot better on him. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, you can tell how popular Lynn is based on the fact that apart from Camilla, she's had a fucking uh, almost the most amount of versions in Heroes. In fact, I think she was the first one to be able to have an entire party of herself. Well then. Yeah, like even before Camilla Emblem was a thing, you could have Lynn Emblem. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, who's going to be your number two? My number two is Rainer from Fire Emblem Fates, Birthright, and or Revelations. Okay, I have not seen this character. Uh, okay, she is a Kinchi Knight, which is basically that game's version of Pegasus Knights. Uh, she comes in yeah, about yeah. halfway through the game, so she's not quite as late game as Flavia and Safia, uh, Safia even, but, um, you know, she's, she's, she's there. She's an advanced unit, so of course she's going to be quite late in. I believe they use um, spears and bows, so I think it's like the first inclination that you can have a flying archer unit. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, she um, is gone. And she's a regular character, not a child character. She's not, I think I know all the child characters. Yeah, she's not a child character. Um, she's one of Makoto's retainers, so the mother character that dies really early on in the game. Sure, okay, okay. Uh, she's got this. She's got a dual sort of personality in the sense that when she's on the battlefield, she is a fucking savage. Uh, she talks constantly about wanting to rip her enemies to shreds, and then you get back to camp, and she is literally the mother of the group. Oh, she, she is like. <laughs> <laughs> she's like have you got your sandwiches did you did you wash behind your ears all that sort of thing um and yeah she's a slightly older character uh, I, it's a bit of a theme i know um She's uh, she's got a scar on her face, so she's battle hard- hardened. And yeah, it's just that I I like the mix of hard and soft. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, yeah, and her S link with the main character because I don't think she can S link with anyone else. She might be able to S link with Saizo. Um, okay. Uh, she uh, she she basically goes like she'd given up the chance of being romantic with anyone ever since she became a warrior because it's like who the fuck wants this? And it's like I think you don't understand how many boxes this fucking ticks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, adorable, adorable. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Rick, because I know you didn't play Fates, but there was a touching mini game in Fates, which was very weird, but also very cute, where occasionally when you went yeah. into your um, your household, you'd have to gently awaken the person that you were with. And uh, it was really funny, because if you didn't know how to play the game like me, so the first time you did it, is you tap it with the stylus, and the character just goes, what the fuck? Because you whack him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's meant to be like pinching cheeks and patting heads, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's weird and it shouldn't have been uh, included. But it it did make it did make a very funny moment when I just fucking slapped someone in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it also got nerfed from the original Japanese, where it was called Skinship Mode. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's a it's an odd concept in general, but I know Fire Emblem isn't the first game that's done that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, but yes, how about you, Rick? We're we're nearing the end of our lists. Who gets your penultimate spot. My number two goes to Happy from the Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC and Three Hopes. Um, again, I say fun character for all of these, and she 
is very much a fun character. Um, she's a deadpan person with a great sense of humor, but you'd not know it unless you actually listen to what she says. Yeah, and also um, you learn very uh, well. I say you learn very early on. If you try hard enough, you'll learn early on that there is a reason for why she's so deadpan. Yeah, uh, whenever she sighs, a monster comes out somewhere very close by, mm. and nobody knows why this is. It's just, <laughs> it's just such an arbitrary thing, and yet it's a hundred percent accurate, hundred percent of the time. Well, it's got something to do with her crest, Rick. Oh yeah, I mean it's her crest, but like it's such a weird power to have from a crest compared to you know, um, it makes you hit things harder, or it makes you immune to poison, or you know, normal crest things. I mean that's probably why the four people who have these weird crests have uh, are, are they're called forbidden crests. Yeah, they're kind of ostracized by society because their crests are so fucking weird. <laughs> like, one of them gets a goddamn split personality, but uh, depending on whether she's in the sun or not. Yeah, it bugs me because that, that is just a gimmick that they've brought forward from other games. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, she also has a very good glow-up from uh, from student mode to when she's uh, mature. Does she? I've, I've, I don't re- I'm not really that impressed with any of the glow-ups from the, uh, the Ashen Wolves. Sure. Well, I also like her... Um, her three three hopes glow up version where she's just she rocks that gremory outfit okay uh, but yes let's get into our finale who's your number one rick i think you can guess do you want to give a guess uh you said most of the ones that i would have thought i would have thought you'd put uh Saphir as your number one uh okay uh my number one is Catherine from fire emblem free houses shit forgot about Catherine. <laughs> yeah just because she's like 25 years younger than your normal picks. <laughs> yeah, but she's still a mature woman. It's just, you know, there aren't that many yeah, yeah, there yeah, aren't yeah, that yeah. many old old ladies in Fire Emblem, you know? No, no. Like e- even Sophia, she's she's like 31. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you never know it by looking at her. <laughs> yeah, well, Japan's got this thing, isn't it, where like as soon as you reach a certain age, you might as well be an old lady because no one fucking wants you. Yeah, after the 25th, leave it on the leave it on the shelf. Yeah, it's a joke you constantly make and I hate it every time you bring it up, but uh, it is accurate. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and yeah, Catherine is, again, as I've said it multiple times, fun character. Um, even if you're not with her, she seems like a really good person to just bro with and, like, go for a beer with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they, they do something cool with the character in, in Free uh, Free Hopes, where they make both her and Shamir canonically bisexual. Yeah, which, yeah, it's great. Which, you know, <laughs> it's, it's something that tends to not crop up in any media, because it's like, well, characters with ex-characters, so they might as well be lesbian or they might as well be straight but just because you're with one gender or the other doesn't mean you automatically stop being bisexual <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah if um, if you hire Shamir and don't join the church then Catherine goes on a complete rager okay was that three hopes is it yeah yes yeah, in three hopes yeah yeah fair enough um, but yeah it, it was really interesting because very early on I was like wow Leone she's uh, she's a muscle-bound hot-headed idiot I love her and then two chapters later never mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Catherine gets a one-up on a lot of these characters based on the fact that you can just have her in your group from chapter four. Mm. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Uh, unless you're on the uh, Black Eagle route, in which case you've got to wait till chapter 11 and, you know, choose to side with the church. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, yeah, she's not having any part of it. Um, I only actually played Black Eagles for um for three, for, uh, three houses, so I missed out quite a lot of content, uh, whereas in Three Hopes, I just played the game over and over again. Ah, yeah, that's fair. That's 
atmosphere. Um, yeah, if you do multiple playthroughs of three houses up until chapter 11, is very boring because it's pretty much the same game four times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and you can't even really skip things on, other than, you know, having a powerful guy and bullshitting your way through things. I mean, that is easy to do because you do keep all of... Um, you, you get those bonus points that make buy left make things easier. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, like, you can buy social link revel, level... Revels? Social link levels with people you've already um, bead and aid in the past, can't you? You can do that. And more importantly, you can also unlock previous um, weapon ranks. So if you uh, if you recruit... I don't know, let's say you do your first playthrough on Golden Deer and then decide to do um, the Blue Lions and you, um, you, uh, you're you like, fine, fuck it, I'll recruit the only. You can instantly make her an S-tier lance because you probably did that in your previous playthrough. Sweet. You know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Catherine's great. She's a fun character. She's a warrior, which, you know, all of my characters have been warriors. Go figure. Um... She's not a teenager. I don't know how old she's meant to be, but like she's at least mid twenties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's implied she's the same kind of aim, age as um, Shamir. I think is like twenty four. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, she. It's alluded to that she has a weird backstory because that character calls her fun to strike Cassandra. Yeah, and she basically goes, "No, that's not my name no more. I've been sainted, bitch." Something like that. <laughs> um, she clearly has a crush on Rhea. Yes, yes. I mean, who wouldn't look at her? <laughs> <laughs> if Rhea was a player, like, playable character, I'd been tempted to pop her on the list because she too is a warrior lady and she definitely fits the age bracket yeah like um I kind of mentally disqualified her based on like most of her most of her personality when I interact with her. Like, yeah, she's either standoffish and mommyish because she's actually your nan, or she's um, in full blown murder everything mode and everything includes you because you're against her. Well, it's very interesting in like, Silver Snow Root in Fire Emblem uh, Free Houses because the final boss is spoiler Raya again because she gets turned. Yeah, mad. yeah, like she uses too much of her. Um, Nope. Her brain power, yeah. No, it's not even that. Like, she she has residue infection and it overtakes her. Got okay. No, got nothing to do with her using too much power or energy. Because up until that point, you've got this really calm before the storm where everything's just chill at the monastery. And then it's like, something's happening, Professor. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, um, you don't have to... <laughs> Again, it's one of those weird things where you can only save Rhea if you romance her in most playthroughs. Yeah, and you can only S-link her in that one. You can S-link her in Lions, I think. Can you? Okay. I it... didn't think you could S-tier her in Lions. I thought it was... Uh... Uh, church route only. It's been a moment. It's been a minute, Rick. I could be talking shit. Uh, but yeah, uh, not only is Catherine just like a fun character, clearly ripped because she's a warrior of high standing. She's also got a big fan following in that I believe she's got a lot of images drawn of her on certain websites. But in a yes, more yes, innocent yes. manner, <laughs> one of my favourite ones is a compilation of just uh, Catherine doing Catherine things, including things of uh, just like, hey, Professor, think fast. And it's just like, what? <laughs> and there's a little caption pointing to her hand just saying just yeeted a knife Uh, uh, you know she's 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 fun. Uh, she's very fun. I like pairing her with either the main character or Shamir, even though she doesn't get an ending with Shamir uh, in the base game. Well, she might, yeah. but not a romantic one in the base game. Yeah, I think it's one of those where they get a um, like a little epilogue, but the only ones that are romantic, the not romances, are um, I think Dorothea and um, Petra. Yeah, Petra. Dorothea and Petra. Like they can't social. They they can't S link. Oh, sorry. They can't A. Well, they they can they can A, but they uh, it's not romantic until the epilogue. Yeah, but Catherine and Shamir just are, are pure platonic in houses, which is why I'm like, cool. That's cool. They changed that in hopes because there's clearly something there. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> but 
But yes, Rick, I've waffled enough about Catherine. Went on a bit of a rant about Rhea because, eh. How about you? Who is your final pick for our top five Fire Emblem waifus? This is one who I think would have made your list if you played it. Uh, but from Fire Emblem Heroes, it is Princess Dagger. She is a Jotunheimer princess. Uh, she's a twin and she's the fun twin. The, uh, the serious twin is fun to watch and mess with. But let's be honest, the one who's messing with her is the fun twin. <laughs> she's a tall muscle lady and um, even when things are at their darkest, she's there to give that winning smile and to uh, to flex and to make sure you think, uh, make sure everything's okay. Yeah, fair enough. There's not much yeah. I can input here, so you're just going to have to gush about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she also started getting alts before she was released. <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, it was one of those of, of will they won't they let them let us have them as a playable character because when they're introduced they're essentially an enemy faction uh, and very quickly they uh, go nah nah they're not actually an enemy faction it's just another country you went as a different princess and um, yeah they're they're actually okay with you now uh, especially once you've defeated the plot um, well that's kind of a moot point other... in heroes because for fuck's sake you got the fire king as a fucking rollable character so it's not like them being an enemy as a factor yeah yeah once they're killed, um, they become summonable, usually. Uh, whereas, I think they were both characters were alive when they became summonable in Heroes. Um, Princess Knot, the twin, does die during the plot, which leaves Dagger as the only um, the only candidate for Queen of uh, Jotunheim. Like, I'd care more if that wasn't a plot they've used, like, three times already in Heroes. Yeah, yeah. Like, the good... The, the actual candidate dies, and so the one who was never meant to be the candidate actually ends up going on the throne. It's the Henry VIII problem, really, ain't it? Like, the one who's always been a goof-off and, uh, like, has no interest in ruling ends up being the one that has to do it. Was Henry VIII, Was that the case of Henry VIII? Well, maybe it was, in that, yeah, his older brother... Like, he married his older brother's wife, didn't he, uh, to begin with? Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, one his of, older brother was meant to be king when he died, yeah. It's one of those weird ones where Henry VIII was an oaf, but weirdly, he's not the worst king we've had. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, based on the fact that uh, you know we've we've seen worse, but then again, uh, he probably had a hand in making sure history would remember him at least well. And uh, I, well, he also had. Here's a spoiler for you, Rick. We're we have a unique perspective here because we're British. We have to learn yes. about him. No one else does. No, no. And, like, he's one of the first things that you think of when you think of, oh, think of a figure from the past. Well, maybe for you. Because he's, uh, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot easier to think of Henry VIII than it is to, uh, you know, think about Hitler and not have to think about all the things that he did. I, I, I think you're coming at that from the wrong angle, and I appreciate this may not be the, the right podcast to talk about this, but again, there's a lot of indoctrination. We learn about Henry VIII pretty much first in history and then he keeps coming up mm, mm. It, it, it's got nothing to do with it's easier to remember because he's more recognisable it's it's drilled into our heads from a young age <laughs> there's a reason why there's a lot of royalists in this country it's because we're taught from a young age the king and queen are very important here's this important person from 2022 yeah and you get top marks for getting things right that's, uh, that's kind of the kind of the problem with things that you get taught in school eh. but, uh, but oh well and, and yeah I always used to hate history for how they used to repeat 
repeat the same lessons a couple of years later because like it felt like they never added anything but uh, but that's just me it's, it, it, it's that age-old thing rick which we we will always come back to where it's weird that once you reach a certain age and you want to learn about things it's easy to learn those things because it's something you're interested in as opposed to in school where it's like you gotta learn this some things you gotta learn yes learn how to speak learn how to write learn how to do the maths you don't have to learn about king mm-hmm. henry and his six lives <laughs> Yep, yep. So, I think that's about good enough for us today. There's uh, not really much of a point in a in a um, MVP or anything. Do you have any um, honourable mentions who didn't make the list for one reason or another? Yes, I have two honourable mentions. Go ahead. The first honourable mention is Lucina, because it feels wrong not to bring her up because she was such an iconic character. However, she just doesn't tick enough boxes for me. Also, she's a bit on the young side for my liking. Well, I would say that uh, for all of these, you are assumed to be the relevant age and so are they so um, if that means you are the same age as them and you're having a, a childhood romance rather than you know well, less that she's doing a, everything again I'm not I don't even see Lucina as a child because I believe she's like 18 when you when you meet her it's just it's not my jam you know she does sure she, sure sure she's cool and all but I, I don't want to fuck her <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those of, yeah, 18-year-olds are a great uh, great fantasy and all, but have you met an 18-year-old? If that's the way you want to take it, then that's fine. That's not where I was going at, but sure. Um, I, too, have watched Jim Jeffries. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, my second honourable mention is actually going to be... I've forgotten her name. <laughs> Uh, Berica, that's it, Berica. Uh, she's one of Camilla's retainers. Sure, sure. Uh, she's got like a, a ninja aesthetic, but rides a ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 sure, I, I sure. like the characters that start as strong and silent, and then you break through that shell, and they're actually adorable, but they're not allowed to be. It's cute. Uh, it's very much a trope. There's not too many of them in, in Fire Emblem, but there's no denying that it is a, a, a very overused trope in a lot of media. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But yes, what about you? Do you have any honorable mentions? So, so uh, the big one that I thought of when I asked, when I was like formulating this question, is um, Cornelia from Three Houses. Got fucked. Um, in <laughs> yes, in that she's a fucking awful person because she's a uh, she's an Argathan who's impersonating someone who they've killed quite some time ago. Apparently, so the real one get was to quite meet a G, Cornelia. but you know, we, we we have no evidence of that in game apart from other characters going. Boy, she was she used to be so nice. <laughs> Yeah, we learn that she basically solved an entire plague, um, and then um, when Cleobulus takes over the role, uh, he, he's like, oh man, yeah, those those good guy things I did were almost literally another lifetime ago. Ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, Cornelia, whether we find in-game, is an absolute piece of shit. Uh, however, you know, just going from looks, possibly would have ended up at least in the top two, um, in that she is a... Um, she's almost a, a redhead. shaped redhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's even got those aqua eyes and everything, man. Um, another honourable mention is Byleth. Uh, the problem being that you play as Byleth and therefore their personality is entirely within your hands to shape. Um, oh, it's entirely fan canon that... for Byleth's personality because, okay, they get a bit more fleshed out in Free Hopes because you're not playing as them, so they're allowed to be a fucking character. But in Fire Emblem Free Houses, they straight up say, oh, you don't show emotion at all. You're a completely blank slate. So if you want Byleth to have any personality, you've just got to completely create it in your head. Yeah, like um, they can have emotion, they just don't show it. Um, so that's why you're allowed to, you know, feel anything in your head and why it's 
canon that Byleth just stands there making a blank face emoji every every single time the the camera zooms in on them to react. Like they make a big deal about the first time that uh, Gerald sees Byleth cry is when he is dying. Yeah, yeah. And my number one honorable mention, and I'm sure you're shocked that she didn't show up in the top five, is Camilla. And it's because when you're romancing her as the main character, even though you're not blood related, that's no excuse. I mean, the the ickiest thing about it is the fact that she is constantly bringing up the fact that you are her brother and when you're about to cross that threshold she's like yeah but you're not really so it's fine and it's like eh like, J- Japan's yeah, always I been think, a bit I... wishy-washy with their incest bullshit anyway but it's a bit on the nose isn't it yeah I think in Japan like kissing cousins is meant to be a, a normal thing I don't think it's um... even that it's just in their media they're a lot more okay with it like, the, like if you have a harem manga it is by law one has to be your sister that isn't quite your sister. Yeah, like step bro or stepsister or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's <laughs> a bit of an unfortunate implications casualty from me because otherwise she's got like an absolute top character design. Um, I love that hairstyle. I love the flowing, messy hair. Um, and yeah, everything else about her, great. Also, she's a wyvern rider, which there's uh, a nice bit of domination there going on. <laughs> you can dominate an entire wyvern just to uh, just to fly on your behalf. <laughs> but yes, I think that's about enough from us today. If you like the episode, you've got the comment section down below on YouTube. And if you're listening via one of the many audio platforms, you can instead send us an email, which will go to nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. Once again, that is nonsensereviewuk at gmail.com. And as always, if you made it this far, you are, of course, our favourite people. It's going to be a goodbye from me. Yeah, bye guys. We'll see you again next week.